Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. If any of our Seminole families suffered home or business damage during Hurricane Sally, the Morgan Law Group can help you. Don't fight the insurance companies alone. The Morgan Wall Group can help you file a claim and get the settlement you deserve. It's time for Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, featuring ESPN Tallahassee's Jeff Cameron, Warchant.com's managing editor, Ira Chauffel, and senior writer, Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, pistols and pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, the Super Headlines on Super Nine ESPN Radio continues right now, thanks to our friends at Birch Orthodontics, whom seems like this happens a lot, but I do have two kids that are going there, and uh, we were just there yesterday morning, 8 a.m. sharp. They yes. got us in. Bryce got new bumpers. They tightened up some of the braces. Pretty soon they're going. I don't even know what this means because you've had your children go through there, but I guess next time he goes in there in December, they're going to do rubber bands or bands or something. Yeah, you go to the bands. Yeah, go to to the bands next on in December. So I'll start all part of the process. You got to trust, tell them to trust the process. (laughs) What's funny about the bands is like, like one of my kids would like lose them constantly. They give them a bag of like a thousand bands. So they, okay. can't, they can't run so out of them. So just popping off all the time. Exactly. But then my, it's like my youngest, like diligent, like, 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 I think she thinks like she can't use more than two. Like, she, like she's reusing bands. It's like, use, use, you know, they got more, they got, they're going to give you plenty of bands. You don't have to, uh, you know, make sure you don't lose one, but, um, yeah, no, it's just part of the process and they'll, uh, it's good to see, man. It's good to see their, uh, they're getting through it and uh, uh it's it's working it's working i mean I, I listen he's happy he's as happy as you can be and that's all you can ask right imagine the day when clark's got that bright perfect smile that's gonna be pretty cool clark is concerned he's got some crazy alien teeth up here up top by his cheek that aren't coming down he can see him <laughs> in the mirror it's nuts oh boy I, I told him he looks like alien or predator that's uh, good for his confidence no he he kind of did do a double take and was like are you serious i'm like oh no i'm kidding <laughs> the thing about Predator, though, was he is an athlete. Predator, was, Predator an athlete. was a great was athlete. Yeah. yeah, Dick could run. Yeah. Uh, obviously, great vision. As long as you're not in mud. Uh, yeah, the mud was the savior. He there. wasn't a mudder. He was but, not mudder. But virtualorthodontics.com is the website. Get in touch with them. Give a free consultation, and they'll uh, hook you up with great orthodontic work. Nathaniel writes, Silver Fox, Egg Salad, and J-Train. Is it possible that our defensive line, especially the interior, was wildly out of shape with a little burst and even less want to, and they're now hopefully slowly playing their way back into game shape? Uh, this is a two-part question. I want to answer this first part. 
Uh, Marvin played 12 plays. Now, I know he was suspended for the first half, but my man opts out of games two and three plays into his reps. I'm about damn tired of seeing it. You cannot be that out of shape in your final year. What are we doing here? My I man don't think he was, come, I, It's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, but they only, he was only the, the, the first team defense was only on the field for about 15 plays in the second half. Then they played all the, the when they got up 41, uh, the, the, the young guys, like literally it was a three, I, it was a four I, and out, a three and out, a five and out. I would have played him the whole time. That dude's out of shape. He needs to get in shape. Also, the game was in the balance. It wasn't like we were blowing them out. No, he was on the field with the Asante interception. I'm telling you, he played 12 out of 15 plays in the first three drives that mattered. The fourth drive that mattered, they were down by 17 points. Florida State had the ball the whole second half. Need my guy to be out there for more than 12 plays, Corey. Then you're one came, 15. He came out five plays into the Miami game. So here we go. You ready? We can look at the participation chart. I'm telling you, when you watch number of plays, you're going to be disappointed. He also doesn't make plays. All right, here we go. Jeff, if you still have Jimbo's personal cell number, maybe you should shoot him a 5 a.m. text and have him forward the shell document for those promissory notes, just in case, because I'm running out of ideas to get some semblance of the dominance up front that we all expected to see. Good point, Nathaniel. Good point. He's, he needs his own promissory notes over there. But, um, but yeah, no, I, you know, it's, it's – it, that side of the ball, I think most of us believe that the offense is going to work itself out, especially as they get a quarterback. If Jordan Travis is a guy, or if it's Chubba Purdy, or if it's the Luke Altmyer kid next year, whatever it is, we have comments there. I mean, the defense, they just have to they have to show it. I mean, Adam Fuller's got to they got to show something. I mean, I, I agree with you, Corey, that there's got to be a solution better than just let them take seven yards a pop. I mean, it's 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 it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, ridiculous. I'm not I'm not going to give the defensive line any uh, uh, hate for lack of a word that I couldn't come up with, for for not getting a lot of sacks in that game. They literally would take the ball. He would look for a half a second and throw it. You, you can't get sacks there. You can get a push, but you're not going to get a lot of sacks. But if you're, it, it's ridiculous to make it so easy. And they're not – it has to coincide. If you're not going to cover tight, it's going to be hard for those guys to get – if your first read's always open, wide open, it's always going to – it's going to be hard to get any sacks. Marvin did get a sack, though. Big sack. Well, yeah, huge, huge sack, huge. You just said he didn't make any plays. Well, he did make a play. One out of his 12 plays was a sack, Jeff Cameron. Oh, yeah, man. that's a pretty good percentage. You know, I don't know how Jacksonville State averaged 5.8 yards per play in this game. It's no, it's a wonder with all the they, dominance up front. But they Jamie scored three writes, points when he was on the field. Jamie writes, apart from a win, what would be considered to be a successful outcome on Saturday? Competitive into the third quarter, on the flip side, would another blowout loss in the season and the recruiting efforts off the rails? Competitive effort, boys. To be in the game in the third quarter? I mean, be in the game in the fourth quarter. Hey, hey, just, it, You know like, how tired Marvin Wilson's going to be the time, by the time we get to the fourth quarter? <laughs> like, There's just no, Corey, I don't know how you can expect that, that can, he can be out there in the fourth quarter. Like how when is the when is the time going to be where they play above what they're supposed to play? Can that happen? Can they give a Notre Dame, which isn't an incredible team, a game? And the fact that they haven't played in two weeks and eleven players are out either quarantined or isolated. We don't know who they are, but it's not going to be the real Notre Dame team. We don't think, and they certainly don't have the reps that you do. Can you not play competitively into the fourth quarter with a team? That would be the only thing that I want to see. If, but no, I'm 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 clear. I'm clearly expecting them to be to, the defense to give up 
somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 to 35 points in the first half. That's exactly what I'm thinking. And if they don't, God bless you. Good job, D. Well, I but I, I expect it to happen. Ball, if they can move the ball at all, then the defense will not give up 35 points in the first half. Uh, that offense against Miami was, you know, I mean, you had the opening drive. And then pretty much they were screwed. And they never made stops against Miami. You're correct. Uh I don't know if, if if the offense can sustain something and put together at least two decent drives in the half. I don't think the Notre Dame offense will be out there long enough to put up 35 points. I think the last four times I think Florida State's played really good teams, they were beat before the game started. Miami this year, uh, Clemson last year, Notre Dame last year, Florida last year. They 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 didn't come to even compete. So I think that's that's the bar you're working with. Are you going to come and compete? And then continue competing into the game. I, that's about. I think that's the biggest thing you want to see. Mike writes: Can Pokey Wilson finally get some respect on his name? Great game. He had a good season last year. I feel like he's on his way to Rashad Green status by years in, with two additional years to play. Damn, Mike's a big fan. Pokey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm throwing him in the Rashad Green category, but he, yeah, he had a nice Mark game. certainly he, wouldn't. He's got Rashad Green as the greatest receiver of all time. I don't know how you could even blaspheme like that, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Pokey made a – Pokey's best play, I thought, was on a third down conversion where Tra- – I thought Travis got the ball out on time almost the whole game. But this one rolling to the right, he did not. And Pokey was running I'm and sorry. out. Yeah. It had to – but mo- – for year, for the last couple of years, we've seen that receiver, whoever that receiver is, just straight run out of bounds. Like, just I'm running full speed. You're supposed to throw it on time. Oh, it's not here. Well, I'm still going to run out of bounds. He legitimately stopped at the at, he slowed himself and stopped and made and slowed the momentum, stopped and gave him a target. He made a catch and they went on and scored a touchdown that drive. Those are the kind of plays, man. They're little things, but they're plays that uh that can win games against Jacksonville he- State. I mean, he's a football player. Pokey Wilson's a yeah, football yeah. player, and yeah. like that's, I think they're starting to identify who, who they, you know, who they want to be in possession of the football. And I think that you're going to see that as we go forward. Ryan writes, "We've turned things around, boys." Serious question: Would Willie have lost that game? Thank you guys for all you do. Keep up the great work. I mean, he didn't lose. He, he you know, they got down against Sanford. They they struggled with Louisiana Monroe. They should have um, lost to Louisiana Monroe. They should have. Damn near did against Sanford. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they needed a pick six to win that one. I don't know, man. I, I, I so much of it is the quarterback. Well, um, he never would have played Jordan. He never would. Yeah, played well, Jordan. yeah. I tell so. you what. Yeah, we we're pretty sure he would have put Blackman back in the game. So yes, I'll go ahead and say that he would have lost. Stevens writes with injuries and suspensions along the offensive line mounting. How close are we getting to seeing Jalen CrossFit Goss play meaningful snaps? <laughs> hey, when, when, when Chaz Neal ran out there, I was like, "All right, here we hey, go." Chaz played well. Yeah, he played yeah. well. A lot better than his one snap against Miami. Yeah. You know, you think Devontae Love Taylor will come back next year? They better pay him to because he can play guard. He can play tackle. He's playing really well right now. He's good, man. He's something to build on. And it's a, it'd be a shame if he's just here for 11 games in this weird, goofy season. But he's their best lineman. Um, and I think the other guys, you know, they have a chance to grow up and be okay by the end of the year. They got to they they salvage Dante Lucas. And, and I feel yeah. bad for Lucas because he didn't get a real chance to rehab with all that happened. And so he's the same guy he was a year ago. He's still, 
you know, immature, but he's also not bigger and stronger. And so you really have the same guy you had at the end of the last year, which wasn't really good. But they've got to find a way because there's talent in there, and we've seen it. I, I hope Coach Atkins can get to him because right now he's on the fast track to be out of here. Yeah. Especially because he's not playing well and he's getting disciplined. Seminole Headlines, 97.9 ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Philip writes, hey, all the play by the offensive line in the first half was probably the worst performance by a position group I've ever seen. That's not true, Philip. Mm. They were bullied and gave in to pressure worse than a prom date gone wrong in the 1950s. <laughs> in the 50s. I like how he specified yeah. the decade. Yeah. Uh, he goes on to say there really isn't a question here. I just wanted to give Jeff an excuse to lambast them again. No, I actually think, Philip, and I know that you did that because you wanted to set me up the offensive line this year for what they were and what they are now are two very different things they compete they fight they're not good enough yet but they are disciplined enough to execute what they're being taught i think coach atkins is doing a great job it's to be commended uh as they get back raise the floor i think you can trust that the offensive line is going to compete and be a pretty good unit uh, I think they're not quite there yet because they don't have the dudes. Yeah, but, I think, uh, uh, given the given the mash unit that they've been and the mixing and matching i think we got to doff the cap a little bit here no, I agree. The only thing I, would, I think what he's talking about, though, is part of it was on Tate holding the ball too long. Part of it was, you know, there's a couple of those plays where guys just get bum rushed seven yards in the backfield. That did happen on occasion. So, but well, no, they're not, I, great. they're not great. That's yeah. not, but they're not giving up. They're not no. soft. They're fighting. They're playing hard. That's all I'm saying. I don't Agreed. think they're, you know, they're just not real good. Yeah. You don't see the whiffs that we, we would see so much of the last few years. And they looked a lot better once 13 was taking snaps. Yes. Weirdly. Yeah. yeah. John writes, what's up, fellas? What a second half by the Knowles on Saturday. Defense still needs a lot of work. But them young, youngins played hard. Question, what in the hell was the last staff looking at when they had Blackman starting over JT? They literally acted like he couldn't throw the ball. And as we saw on Saturday, he can make some throws. As always, keep doing what you guys do and go Knowles. Thanks, John. I mean, I'm convinced he can throw the ball as well as Blackman. And we know he can run better. In games, anyway. Blackman, I mean, look, man. Jordan throws a catchable ball. Now balls to other guys probably um but yes i think the biggest thing i like to say this a lot and i've actually said it on wake up war chant this week already but my favorite ability jeff and stop me if you've heard availability. this before availability. Yeah, is availability and um we that's what i era, Corey. we grew up around the same time and that, that's yeah. a big, you know a lot of our coaches and a lot of our parents said that uh, i don't know about the youngins today if they know that phrase but of course, here I am. Should... Here I am to give it to him. Yeah. Um, much like iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Are I you like to? Are you giving me crap because I wrote it, or did you not read what I wrote the other day, Corey? That's what? the question. No, I'm not giving you crap because okay. you wrote it. Um, you didn't read it. Correct. Um, but great minds, Ira. But that's what I wonder about with Jordan. Is okay. We're three weeks into the season. He missed basically all of fall camp. That's why he couldn't start against Georgia Tech. He might have. If he'd have been available, don't you think he probably starts against Georgia Tech? Like if he had practiced the whole fall? I think so. Yeah, I mean, you can't. I hope if so. these guys know what they're doing, you would hope that they would have seen that. And then he gets hurt against Miami. He's a game-time decision against Jacksonville State and doesn't practice all week. All right, man, well, if you're the starting quarterback, if if you're going to be knocked around or knocked out or can't stay healthy, then it's going to be hard to really depend on you moving forward. Yeah, I think that's I – and mean, the biggest question to me is Kendall Bryles. And I, and I know Willie Taggart 
vetoed a lot of Kendall's thoughts from what we've heard. Um, but I just don't know how you could, with the offense he was trying to run, it made more sense to use Alex Hornibrook or James Blackman. I just don't – I mean, I know Jordan – again, I don't think Jordan's quite the passer that Kenny Dillingham was making him out to be yesterday. But I do think in that kind of offense, with the, with his you skills, don't you don't to have be. to be. Exactly. And Derek King didn't wow me with his arm at all. He wowed me with his decision-making but in finding the open guy. But they were wide open. It's not like he made a bunch of NFL throws – and Jordan Travis didn't make a bunch of NFL throws, but he no. throws it well enough. He can throw, he can make college football throws. And if he's getting the running game going, and every now and again, two times a quarter, you take a shot downfield, well, he threw those well enough. I know he wasn't on time with Helton, but he didn't throw it over his head, and it wasn't intercepted. It was a touchdown, and that throw to Terry was great. If you could do that once or twice just to keep defenses his arm is good enough. Yeah, I just want to, before we move forward, while I agree with all those sentiments, Ira, I won't have you besmirching Horndog again. Um, my bad, my bad. I don't know how that came up in your efforts to make a point that we're going to slight Hornybrook. But, that was kind of uncalled know, for. It really was kind of uncalled really, for. I don't know how it happened, but we're going to let it slide here, but I have to draw attention to it. I'm still I mean, I'm still salty that he didn't come to the bowl game. You know enough. how many career wins Horn Horndog had? A lot. Yeah. Maybe not many of them in Tallahassee. But he had a lot of career wins. They hold him on high in Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that guy didn't pay for meals up there. That's all that's I'm why, saying. That's why they fought so hard to keep him. I mean, yeah, that's right. you let that guy enter a bar, you want to be with him. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Drinks, oh, are, drinks are on the house. Abdel writes, Ira, go heat. Don't How about them us, heat? Don't let us tie this series tonight. Now, it <laughs> might be too early to have this discussion, but do we think Adam Fuller can turn this around? I know a lot of it comes down to players and talent. And boy, maybe Willie was right about holding off on giving single-digit numbers to those who now have them on that side of the ball. But schematically, are we seeing anything special here? It's incredible to see time and time again rushing an extra man or two and still having the entire team unaccounted for with zero pressure on any quarterback ever. But hey, we have brighter pastures ahead. Coach Ham has had the boys in the sand pits. Be yeah. well, gentlemen. Yes, he has had him in the sand pits, baby. I've saw the video and I'm pumped. Pits it is. <laughs> pits for that ass. Pits for that ass. Uh, <laughs> That's right. I, I, I think we've answered the uh, question about Adam Fuller right now. We suspect that uh, many of the members on that side of the ball are uh, a little bit broken, not playing with a lot of confidence, and certainly that group up front uh, doesn't get any pressure and they're easily tired. And we sure. haven't been we we have been on the same side. We have not been wowed uh, by his coaching acumen as of yet. But it's as only three of, games in. We haven't been wowed by the guys on the other side of the ball either. But especially not on the defensive side of the ball. I think we need to reiterate that. Especially not. Yeah, on the yeah. It's it's not taking a step forward like we were no. hoping. Uh, Jerron writes, gentlemen, based on my amateur research, the last time FSU overcame a 14-point deficit was in 2016 against Ole Miss when they were down 28 to six. How important was it for these players to climb out of what a two-deficit, a two-TD deficit for the first time? I do think it was important. I don't want yeah. to make light of that. It was important. They fought. They've been buried. They've been terrible. They've been beaten up. They've been ridiculed. They found ways to lose time and again. The second anything goes wrong, they usually respond poorly. The fact that they, I know it's an FCS foe, but again, the fact that they got way down, they could have said, here we go again. They could have quit on one another yet again, and they didn't. They fought, and they came back and won comfortably. I think it is important. I also like that the offensive players, like even as the game went on, after they reclaimed the lead and were building a lead, they kept playing hard. Like they kept playing, you know, you saw guys finishing runs 
you saw receivers making kind of tough catches. Um, I, yeah, I think all that's promising. Hey, one question about the uh, back to the defense, the 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 plaque that our guy sent us, the woodwork. The We're woodwork not going to get to hang it. We're not going to get to hang it. Will we burn it? Like, should we have a burning ceremony of it? Oh boy! But then yeah, I, I feel I feel bad. He put in time and effort into it. What do you well, mean? Why aren't we going to get to hang it? I mean, because they're not going to be the top forty defense, dude. There's only seventy teams. They're well, almost top forty right there's now. About, there's about to be ninety. Yeah, but the 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 Pac-12 doesn't count. They're not going to defend anyone. So now you just got to compete with the Big Ten. And there is a chance. Hey, look, we're three games in, guys. There is a chance. This coaching staff can make a team better in the end of the season than they were at the beginning. They might shut out Duke. Hey, you know what I mean? If they Clemson might score once. Yeah, it could happen. If this defense goes on the way it is right now and somehow finishes at number 40, we're not hanging that plaque in that hollowed ground of the 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 smoking den. Are you kidding? If this defense finishes if this 40, defense finishes in the top 40, Ira, we're hanging plaques, taking pictures, and having a party in the den of iniquity right there. We're doing Exactly it. we are. Are you I don't crazy? even smoke. I don't even smoke, but we're all smoking. <laughs> <Other smokers. laughs> we're going to smoke whatever is put is given to us. Doesn't even <laughs> matter. Bongs. Cigars, yeah. you name Clo- it. Cloves. Cloves. We're like back in middle school with a couple <laughs> kids outside before class starts. Forget about it. We're doing it. We're smoking we everything a, you got. We had a uh, the the burners in our high school hung out. But we had a frog pond. We had this like concrete structure of like frogs outside of our school for some reason. Nobody knows why. Yeah. And uh, and that's where all the burnouts would hang out. And so there was a. I just saw a funny Facebook exchange the other day on one kid was posted something. He's like, Hey, you guys remember me from high school? And everybody's like, no, dude, I don't remember you at all. And like, it finally goes, Oh, I was a frog pond kid. And we're like, Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he was probably went on to kill somebody. He just got out of prison. That's why he's posting <laughs> on Facebook. He just <laughs> got- <laughs> finally got access to Facebook. <laughs> Seminal headlines continues in a moment. Seminal headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminal headlines presented by Capital City Bank returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. All right, more headliner questions. Let's keep it going. Nathan writes, "Thanks for the excellent, entertainment, depressing show. I've decided to divest emotionally and in terms of attention paid to this football team more and more these last few years. I just can't care deeply anymore." and maintain my insanity. With that said, where should I invest the emotional energy? My children, basketball, cheerleading shows on Netflix? Good question. Let's not, hey, let's not take a shot at that show. It is a fantastic show. I don't know where the second season went. Maybe it's because the star got into some trouble. Yeah, still a great show. Did you, uh, did you, did you, yeah, I was going to say, did you catch that, uh, that little thing? I saw that. I saw it. We need to pull back the old, it was solicitation of uh, younger younger kids, maybe. <laughs> are um, you are you trying to excuse away the charges? <laughs> no, I'm not excusing away. I'm saying right, it was hey, more. Gonna, it was. Let's not it, get so crazy. It, with it was even worse than you thought. It was even worse than what Ira said. So it's it's very disheartening. Um, but still, great you show. You, you think yeah, you know a male cheerleader? And... Don't judge. Don't judge the art by the artist. Don't exactly. you know what oh, I mean? That, yeah. Yeah. But it's it really kind of puts a damper on what I thought was an incredible show. It wasn't. I think it was nominated for an Emmy, guys, and you guys keep just uh, poo pooing it. Yeah. Marlon writes, "Hello, gents. We finally won one. Did Norvell stunt Tate's grow? 
What would he be better served coming in the third series? Let Blackman get the first two. The pressure off being down 14 and nothing would have been off because he was moving the ball that second drive before that sack. And again, a little after a third drive. Will we see him again at Notre Dame? And have we seen the last of JB? Love the show. Get well soon, Coach Bowden. I, th I think we've pretty much seen the last of JB. I don't have any problem with the way he used Tate Rodemaker. You couldn't roll James Blackman back out there again. It's the right move. And I think Tate will be fine because it rolls off his back. He's like a duck. Ira pointed it out in the first hour, man. He's not worried about it. He's got to get bigger. got to get stronger. He'll get used to the speed of the game. He'll still play. But it's going to be an open quarterback battle for the foreseeable future. Jordan Travis has it right now because he played well. But he's not, a, he's not a member of the Seagulls, though. No, no, not no. seagulls. No, even though he's a duck. No, yeah. So, uh, so he's a quacker, rot a quacker, but, not but rot a maker, rot a quacker. <laughs> there you Man, go. Man, I'm on fire, guys. You see how I rebound? It's been disappointing. I think what? the extra 30 minute early start time hurt Corey's efforts today. Yeah, no, we it's actually like, started about on time once we got the technical stuff figured out. Yeah, I could have slept you an had extra to get up a little minutes. bit earlier to prepare as if we were going to start at nine. So that shook yeah. you up a little bit. That shook you up. You were off your game. Did you? But, uh, um, I know. I don't think James Blackman is going to take another snap unless injury dictates it. Um, I, you know, I think Rodemaker. They did what they could with him, man. Like he had, he had the one nice drive, and they missed the field goal. He take, he took a terrible sack. He let Robert Scott tackle him, and then he took a terrible sack after that on the next drive. It's like a fifteen yard loss, man. You can't do that. But then that throw he missed to Portier, and we can say it was a drop. Like, yeah, I guess my man could have caught it. But that was a terrible throw. He is wide open in the middle of the field for an easy third down conversion, which would have been 30 yards. And he hums at 100 miles an hour, high and wide. And I think that's when they said, we can't do this anymore. I, I don't think that. That is exactly when they said it, because he didn't play another snap. Yeah, I, I but think... It, uh, but he'll be I, fine. He'll be fine. Will they use him again? I mean, if Jordan Travis gets hurt, I think until... Unless Chubba Purdy is perfectly fine and available... Then if anything happens to Jordan Travis, yeah, I think Tate Rodemaker is a guy. I don't think they're going to go back to JB unless, you know, they certainly have to. Uh, Bob writes, woohoo, gents, you did it. Your anger last week must have finally gotten through, albeit not until the third quarter. No, actually in the second quarter, they, they kind of yeah, got once they put Once they put 13 in, our anger really started to take off. By the yeah. way, people, people really liked uh, you getting pissed off last week. Like I had a couple people – encourage me to 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 tweak you to to kind of go you? you who are you talking who are you looking at jeff cameron oh okay when right. when we were when we were going at him a little bit and he uh kind of lost his mind there for about i didn't, I didn't lose my mind here I, he goes I, again I, no 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 i i'm i'm able to retort whatever nonsense you're projecting onto me uh i was reading like a text on his phone and he reverted back to a point that he had made four minutes earlier that was no longer valid that's why i got oh mad. my gosh oh, why'd you gosh. bring it up ira why'd you bring it up <laughs> it's your fault i'm mad at you now um, what was the question erasing a 14 point deficit with no problem against a powerhouse like jacksonville state now that now the Knolls are back uh, on track to winning natties again what do you guys say about some positivity eh Bring on Florida, Bama, Clemson, bring them all on. Um, anyhow, so I, I would just note this. Uh, you know, I don't think that we can mock a win. We had lost four straight, and that doesn't happen around here. So that win is what it is, to use an overused phrase. 
But we're not mocking victories around here. We're not good enough to do that, guys. Especially when you're down 21-7 in the second quarter. And 14 nothing. I mean, you're down by 14 points twice in that game. You can't mock coming back and winning that game with nope. this team, with this roster. Nope. And they never looked like that against, you know, they beat ULM and Sanford, but they never looked like that in, in any point of those games. Oof. So, man, I can't believe that ULM coach. So scared. So scared. How do you not go for two and walk into the end zone for the game-winning score? He'll regret that to the day he dies. It's crazy. It's crazy. They he, might have gotten a stop at some point. They weren't going to get a stop. No, of course they, they weren't. weren't. No gonna chance. Gonna stop. <laughs> and even if they did, who was going to give that ULM coach grief? Like no, they the all, best, everybody would have understood it. The best part would have been like they would have gotten a stop and Dontavious Jackson would have kicked a kid in the head. Yeah. yeah. And then they would have they got first down. Or they would have got to replay it. Steve writes, gentlemen, I hope everyone is riding high on the one-game win streak. I saw the new tradition of a player being selected to run out of the locker room with a sledgehammer and break a rock after a victory. My question is, who on this team does Coach Norbell despise so much that they are selected for the Clemson game? And then he wrote, hashtag Warren Thompson for that ass. <laughs> Warren Thompson, that's the sledgehammer for the Clemson game. Won't <laughs> be using that, Warren. Uh, Greg writes, Ira and Corey, at what point will you will you and your peers start asking hard questions to Fuller? Or is it still too early to make him uncomfortable? I feel like you guys have asked some tough questions. Um, I know I know that Aslan asked a tough question of Coach Norvell that pissed him off a couple weeks ago. That was funny. Or a week ago, I think it was. Yeah. Ask him, like, hey. You When's know, your offense not going to suck, Coach? Yeah, well, Rhett Lashley's doing some things in his first year, and uh, yeah. Mike Leach just threw for 620 yards. Oh, no, Mike Leach, yards. Mike Leach does. Thanks for the point. Exactly, yeah. and then they, bat, they say, lose. When Aslan asked a question yesterday, Norvell should have said, hey, how'd Mike Leach do Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was good, though. That look on, on Norvell's face when Aslan asked that question was my favorite. He, he If he could have jumped through the screen to slap him, he would have. It was great. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that. Uh, well, I don't ask questions in those things, but I don't think I. Well, you're not soft. You're not soft tossing these things to Fuller. He's having to explain away what in the world's going on. But other than saying, "Hey, coach, your defense sucks. Can you fix it?" There's not. I, I don't know what what good that what what good that would do, and I, I don't know back, what he could say. You guys know this. This goes back a long ways. Fans want us as media members to beat up coaches, not ask them questions. They want us to beat them up when things aren't going well. And and I laugh at this because it's not our job. You can ask tough questions like, hey, does is it upsetting to you at this point that you're giving up 5.8 to almost six yards per play to an FCS team? Um, why is that? What what's the why isn't it functioning better to where that kind of thing isn't happening? But beyond that, you're not there to get into a fight with the coach. He's going to give you an answer, and what happens is when he does, it's not satisfactory to the to the people yes. out there with the barbarians at the gate. They're pissed off. They want more than that. But you can't start a fight. That's not your job. Well, that's the whole the whole thing. And, and to Aslan, the only issue I have with Aslan's thing was there was not what there was the, what response are you going to get? Like it was tr- TV people ask questions for the response. They want the pissed off coach on the camera, and that's kind of what Aslan used to do. That he was in that field, and so if you if that's what you wanted, you got it. But that's not helping anybody in terms of like what we do. We write stories. We're trying to get information so we can explain what happened. So that's why we ask questions the way we I think do. It lit, a fire, it lit a fire under Norvell, though. You saw the result. They just oh, put yeah. up 41 points. That makes sense. He's, he's, makes sense. he's like, you know what? I'm going to have to start playing Jordan Travis. No, uh, with, uh, with with Fuller, too. Like, Well, I, you know, I was thinking about last uh, last night for some reason. That ULM game where, where Willie punted 
was called a timeout with 30 on, 33 on yeah. the play clock to punt. Maybe the dumbest timeout in the history of Florida State football, and they've had a lot. Bowden was not great with it at all, even with good teams. And I was like, all I could do in that moment was ask him why he did it. When he gives me the reasoning that, well, we wanted to get our punt team situated, make sure. I mean, I guess I could have come back and go, well, you could have done that after waiting, wasting another 32 seconds so they couldn't have scored. But the answer speaks for itself. He obviously didn't have any clue with game management. Yeah, you're not going to pick a fight. He knows he screwed that up. And the second you ask the question, he knows that he has to give an answer that's not going to be acceptable. But, I mean, you you give them the opportunity. I remember asking Jimbo, and he did not like to be second-guessed. And I would ask Jimbo questions about decisions all the time, and you could hear the anger in his voice. But if I had followed up and antagonized him, that's the end of the interview. Remember the one, there was was one, I think it was like, Third and one or third and three, and he said it was third and one or something, whatever it was. Fourth and uh, one, and he said it was fourth and three. That's why he kicked the field goal. Think about going for it on fourth and one from the 33 yard line or whatever. He goes, Well, we didn't have a fourth and one. And the whole world knows it was fourth and one. And I go, Okay, a fourth and yard and a half. He goes, It was fourth and three, Jeff. And then that's when everybody's like, Okay, now I could have kept going. I could have said, No, it wasn't. (laughs) And that's that's really, this is all a byproduct of the, the, this shit, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, people didn't see these interviews, you know, but now you can see them and they want, Hey, say this, say that. So I, I get it. But what we're there for is to get information, not to yeah. uh, litigate. Well, yeah. The information is his defense isn't any good and he, he needs to fix it. Hopefully, uh, but he, he probably, he might not be able to J I and S P. Greetings, gents, and much love to HKB Orthodontics. Nicely done. It is certainly not a game of the century, but the game this week gets lots of national interest from players we need to recruit away from the Irish. You know, the farm boys from the Midwest. How do we impress those road graders? What's the new honey fried chicken for that ass? Ah, yeah, I don't I don't think you're gonna get the I don't know that Florida State's in on a lot of the linemen that Notre Dame's recruiting. Ira, are they are there a lot of battles between Florida State and Notre Dame for these guys? Not a like. ton. No, not a ton. Not a ton. I don't think so either. We'll come back, wrap it up. More headliner questions when we return. Seminal Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminal Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. All right, this will do it. Reed's got a long one. Here we go. Big Daddy J, Sweet Pea, and Silver Fox. This is likely a Seymour. I still have massive concerns about the defense, but if we continue to feel a somewhat competitive offense, it seems like we can at least be competitive against most of the teams on the remaining schedule not named Clemson or Notre Dame, even if it isn't reflection in the win column. With that said, my question is this. What do you think is an optimistic outlook for this defense in the latter half of the season? Top 40. <laughs> we want to have that smoke fest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I, you know, I don't know if Nashville Dean's coming back or when he's going to okay, come so back. That, I, actually, Corey, I'm glad you bring this up. That was the question I had to you. We, we all inquire with our sources and we're trying to get a feel. He was purposely ambiguous yesterday when he was asked. Hamsa, he mentioned that Notre Dame's another opportunity, whatever the hell that means. So uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing they're having serious conversations about whether or not uh, it's wise for Hamsa to come back in, in a nothing season. And he's probably wrestling with the idea, should he or should he not? I don't know. But obviously, he would be a huge upgrade. He would help this defense. Do you get any sense that he is going to play football? Because if he doesn't play this week, I don't think he's playing, right? Or maybe Notre Dame's the last time, last game he misses. 
Maybe we'll see. It doesn't seem super likely right now. So we'll, you know, I think it seems like there's a good chance he may just not play and then, you know, make his NFL decision, which um, I guess is he'll jump. So, I mean, I, I just wouldn't count on Hampson National. If he played, yes, I think he could make a difference. I just, I haven't heard anything that makes me think it's going to happen anytime soon. So I guess you want, what, what do you think is a reasonable expectation of the defense to look better, man, to improve, to not just get uh, obliterated by good teams and whether it's, uh, you know, giving up 12 third downs to, to Notre Dame, maybe you cut that, maybe they only convert 40% of their third downs instead of 70% like Miami did just start to have some building blocks, start to see younger guys play better, play more. That's the only thing you can really hope for. Right. And the problem is the the positions where I think most people want more young players to play is defensive end and linebacker because what we're getting what you're seeing out of the the veterans the problem is all those guys according to the PFF grades and also what we saw none of them played well in that game so you know the, it's you know I, I get the the desire to play young guys but and then if they play well like Lawrence Tofili or a Poitier or somebody like that then okay keep playing them. But when you put them out there and then they grow grade out lower than anybody else on the defense, it's hard to say, yeah, they need to keep, they need to keep playing. I would also uh, say that uh, they should get Travis J back. Right. And that I would help. Think, I think he's a difference maker. So that would help an awful lot. Well, let uh, me ask you this. If Travis J comes back and what you've seen out of, you know, Renardo green, and some of the other safeties, is there any, can, can they convince would be to go back to linebacker? Cause I think that might help. I think it would help. Uh, I don't want to get into bashing Jaden Lars would be again because he just doesn't make plays ever. Uh, he's a classic tweener and it's unfortunate. So I think you're right. I don't, I don't, I don't I think he might play. make, I think he might make more plays up there than he does back there. I think he could or, make less. He could, he could make a play. How about yeah. that? Yeah. He make, could make less if he moved. Uh, Sean, right. So how much stock would you put in the throws made by JT this Fool's gold against an FCS opponent. Still happy for a win and look forward to you guys, uh, you three, every week regardless. Thanks, Sean. No, I, I think you can set up those throws with all the things you do, with all the wrinkles in the offense and, and the spread option and the read option. And they even had counter reads and all these other things. They'll add to that now. And they're going to try to scheme things wide open. Uh, he can make some throws uh, on the move. We saw that this weekend. Uh, that's in the arsenal. Uh, you don't want to drop him back in the pocket 15 times a game and let him throw the football, Sean. But if he's running around a lot and defenses have to respect it, uh, you don't have to be a great passer. You just have to be an adequate passer, and I think he can do that. Well, he didn't know that, though. We didn't even know he was adequate. I that's think correct. now we know at least he's adequate. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. Uh, Nicholas Wright, gentlemen, what is the most likely scenario for this Notre Dame game, play or postpone due to COVID? Well, Looks right like now. Yeah, right now it sounds like they're trying to play. Yeah. I was getting what's the deal? Flight. Yeah, Notre Dame gets to go fly and watch that thing. Uh, what's yep. the uh, what's the crowd like? Do they have crowds at Notre Dame? I couldn't remember. I think it's very limited. Like they don't allow students. Um, I was going to say with the problems they've had, I wouldn't have anybody in the stands. Sorry, you don't need to be near anyone yeah. on that campus. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just I don't yeah, know I if you to, got. I went to I went to Miami, buddy. I'm I'm. Well, yeah, you're all about the hot spots. So just be smart. Be cognizant of where you are. Appreciate come on, it. man. We need you to come back. Keep my heads on a swivel. Yeah. Ryan writes, hello, Ryan, the lightning, the heat is on, and the devil stays in Georgia because Corey doesn't lock his back door. Did we just <laughs> find out? Start, did we just find our starting quarterback? Uh, yeah, I think so for now. Hey, Jeff, I was going to say I brought this up after the game. Doesn't it give you hope, too, that, like, okay, let's say 
Jordan is a stopgap and a bridge. Jordan might be the guy. For all, hey, uh, crazier quarterback careers have started in crazier situations than this. So maybe he is the guy. But even if he's just a bridge to Chuba, a stopgap, if Chuba's a little bit faster, a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, a better thrower, doesn't that give you some encouragement about what this offense can be with a guy like that? Because you saw it. Man, having a mobile quarterback changed the entire complexion of the game. Now imagine a mobile quarterback that can throw it, and Jordan showed that he could throw it, but maybe can throw it at even an elite level. Man, all of a sudden you got something really nice. And I don't know that Chubb is that guy. I don't know that Jordan isn't that guy. But it was it's certainly good to see what it could do, what this offense can look like. Well, I think we're in a place now that's encouraging because the bridge from Jordan Travis to Chubba Purdy, if that's what's going to happen, makes more sense now because they're very similar. So you start to build around that and you know, that for him to be able to kind of meld into the offense, once he learns, it won't be so difficult because they're already utilizing those same skill sets with Jordan Travis. Only right. he gives you a bigger, faster version and a better throwing version, presumably than Jordan Travis. Uh, we don't know if he'll be ready yet. Uh, Jordan Travis gives you the ability. I think if he can stay healthy, not to have to rush Chubba Purdy out there too soon uh, until he has a real good handle on what you're trying to do offensively and that he's completely cleared health-wise. So, yeah, it's a much more natural bridge uh, as opposed to going from a pocket passer to something entirely different. So, yeah, I, I, I am encouraged. And by all accounts, Chubba is a bigger, stronger, faster version of Jordan Travis and that he's a better thrower. So when the time comes, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing it. In the interim, hopefully Jordan Travis just continues to play well and – Warrants that playing time. Butch Wright, so ball as well. Gente Iro and Jacksonville State went up by two touchdowns in the first half. Did the thought of posting this year's summer vacation pictures creep into your mind? Yeah, that was uh, actually it – did, it did not, but it's interesting he says that because it's Notre Dame week. That's when uh, I did it last year. But, uh, yeah, so if I had summer vacation pictures to take – or to uh, post, I might do it this Saturday if things go poorly. The problem is uh, we didn't really take a summer vacation this year because of uh, our friend COVID. Uh, Preston writes, what's We're up? We're going to wipe son? that thing out in no time. Yeah, yeah it'll be yeah. over by Easter. Don't worry about it, Corey. Uh, <laughs> what's up, my sausage-loving compadres? First off, let me just say to the clowns who keep making snide comments to Jeff on Twitter about him saying the team is better coached, the team is better coached, guys. And if you did more than watch college game day or read a box score, you'd see that. Oh, thanks, Preston. I don't need I don't need the defense. I, I haven't even really noticed now that, now that that's out of the way, regardless of opponent, I think Saturday was a big step in helping this team getting their head out of their ass, put aside the touchy-feely nonsense, and stop being so damn fragile. Having to overcome a two-score deficit against anyone thinking so much and just play the game. Thank you for reading this brief yet necessary diatribe. Go Knowles. Hashtag keep it within 30 for that ass. What, so the, what's the spread? What do we got? 20, the, what's the 21? number? Is there any amount – like, I would assume both of you guys would put money on Notre Dame if you were playing this game. If you're, I'm not if playing you're, the game, but if I were, I would side with Notre Dame, yes. What's the number it would have to be for you to go with Florida State? 28 and a half. Golly. And I, I might not even do it then. I still think – 28 is a good number. But I just – I want to see this team compete, man. I have no faith that they're going to go up there and even compete. And I'm, I, I hope I'm wrong. But I'm just so sick of this at this point where it is now getting obliterated so quickly in games. They just get embarrassed by any good team they face. And I want to see them step up to a challenge one. Here you go, buddy. It happens he, this Saturday. He, uh, two things. One is just to clarify the, the game's off the board. I guess it was because uh, 
COVID. COVID. They don't know who's out for Notre Dame. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just think it, so much of it goes back to quarterback. The one thing about – and I was going to say this in the last question about Jordan. Like, he's got a feel for football. You know, like, you you can tell he he's not just – like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, with James Blackman, man, like, it felt like, okay, this is the play call. This is what I'm supposed to do, and let me try to do it. If the pass rush doesn't get me first, so I'm going to stare at the pass rush. Like, Jordan Travis, he's playing football. Like, when he throws those pass, like Kenny Dillingham said yesterday, he's like, we don't teach him on those quick passes to run out there and try to block somebody, but he's playing football. The yeah. same, the, the short yardage runs, the throw to Ontario Wilson on the left sideline that Norvell brought up after the game, where I thought, man, just just get the first down because I'm so used to Florida State offense having so many poor plays that I was like, when he rolled to the left, I mean, I was just like, man, just get the first down. When he threw it, I thought, oh, what are you doing, dude? Because he could have picked up the first down running, but he threw it and he made the and that was the right play. But I think he he's playing the game the way you want a quarterback to play it, and because of that. I think that's a big difference between all these other games we're talking about. Like, also, I'm not saying he's going to beat Notre Dame, but I think he gives the offense a chance. He keeps yeah. guys engaged. I hope. Man, I, I, I yeah. don't think they're going to get blown out. I just um, don't. I, I think they'll if, get over, if he's healthy. I, I think they'll get overwhelmed eventually. Notre Dame's the line of scrimmage, and that makes things really difficult. And in particular, I don't think we're going to get a lot of stops because defensively, obviously, we haven't shown any proclivity to getting stops. So, hey, I, but those are slow scores, Jeff. Those are slow scores. Yeah. Yeah, man. Eventually they might fumble a snap. Hey, compared to last year's Notre Dame game, or the yeah. last time they went up there, yeah. it, you, you'll take a you'll take a 14 play drive. That, that's I suppose well, that's as opposed to a four. Yeah, I was gonna say about Travis, the thing that I liked the most was the two first down runs he had where he bowled over guys or bowled into guys. The the one on fourth down, he barely moved the guy, but he got to where he needed to be. And I don't think I don't think the guys that have been playing quarterback here even get that first down. I think yeah. they come up short. I think they kind of try to bust it out wide and get tackled for a loss. He saw where he had to go, knew exactly where he had to go, and ran into the guy to get the first down. He did it on two trips. I would say that that's the real positive. I like that he knows where the first down marker is and, and wills himself to get first downs, albeit against an FCS school. Man, you don't need to be running lead blocker against Notre Dame, man, because they have now seen that on film. Yeah, And I can promise you one of those Somebody's linebackers or defensive ends, yeah. it's like, look, when he takes off in front of them, take him out. I'll get the quarterback and take him out. You go get the running back five yards later. But yeah. that, that ain't happening again. I'm sure so, that's been addressed. For Ira Chappelle and Corey Clark, I'm Jeff Cameron. Thanks for listening, everybody. Go Knowles. We'll talk to you next time. Be well. Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, every Tuesday from 5 to 7 p.m. Get more from Jeff, Corey, and Ira via iTunes and in the 97.9 ESPN Radio Audio Vault. This has been a production of 97.9 ESPN Radio, Tallahassee Sports Monster.